Hey, I'm Mary Ellen Dance, licensed mental health counselor and owner of Pittsburgh Therapy. I'm on a mission to strip away the stigmas surrounding therapy and mental health and talk about how we can use the culture of self-improvement for our benefit rather than our demise. I used to think I was doing life all wrong, from getting fired from a dream job to advising clients on relationships while I myself was trying to sort through that dumpster fire. But then I realized my imperfections are what made me a good therapist. So join me on a journey not to be perfect, but to be well, okay-ish. Welcome. Your session has now started. I am so excited to have my guest on today. Her name is Tay Dome, and she, well, she's by trade a nurse, and she works in the hospital system during COVID. So anyone who is a nurse during COVID, in my mind, is just an incredible human being. But more recently, she started a mental health nonprofit organization called Lemons by Tay. And the goal of the organization is to build a community, provide people with resources, and just help as many people as she can. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear our conversation. It was really, really fun. And she was just so cool. So thanks for joining today. So thank you so much for coming on here. I have like literally a thousand questions for you, but before, I guess what I'll start with is, can you explain you're a nurse, right? By trade? Yeah. And are you still working as a nurse? I'm not currently since I launched this whole lemons thing. I've kind of like paused that and try to focus completely on like this next stage of my life. So yeah, I'm not currently working. So I actually love that when I started my own therapy practice, I like quit my job and was like, okay, let's just dive right into it. So I love that. So before like I hear everything about lemons, can you tell everyone what lemons is? Yes. So lemons is a multitude of things. I like to just call it like it's a resource. I want people to like view it as a resource, just kind of being the middleman to bring people whether like you yourself are dealing with mental health struggles, whatever it is, or a family member, like I want to kind of be the middleman to be like, hey, these are steps to take for this, or here is this organization. If you're struggling with this, just kind of be like the middleman, because like, I obviously like, I'm not a therapist. I don't have research behind me, but I feel like it's really important to like provide those resources for everyone. So I want to like provide it in like a cool, like aesthetic, fun, like appealing way. (laughs) Right. Well, and because it sounds like it's just like a hub for resources because so many people I talk to are like, uh, I Googled, like, what do you do if you're depressed? Yeah. Yeah. That's like a lot of what we're trying to do. And we just launched our Instagram account, Lemons by Tay, like two weeks ago. And that's kind of like what our content focuses on is just like providing steps for like anxiety. Like we just posted like four different like grounding exercises or like different things because. I have gone through stuff. So I want to share like what's helped me and what's helped like my other friends and like what has been proven to help people. So we're just kind of sharing like tips, tricks, resources, all, all the stuff. Oh my gosh. So like, what's your vision for lemons in like the next year or five years or whatever it may be? (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. I know. I mean, I don't even know. The world is just like my oyster. I feel like at this moment, like I'm just, I'm waiting. I didn't even know I was going to start a nonprofit. So when I started Lemons in January, I had no clue that was where I was going to go. But like, I'm just like waiting, like God's like, this is what you're going to do. And I'm like, okay. So I'm just kind of like going with the flow. I woke up the other morning and I turned to my fiance and I was like, I think I have to be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Like I want to build Lemons to be a brand that's like, you see like, our little lemon brain logo, like you think of mental health. Like I want it to just be like such like, I want to make mental health like so cool and relevant and like fun to talk about for like everyone. So that's like randomly my goal. I don't even know how I thought of that. I'm not a business person, but over the past few months, I've kind of like had to learn to be one and I'm also not confrontational. So that's been fun to like navigate like how to be a boss. I'm like, is this okay? Um, but yeah. I think I hate, I know we just met, but I think you are a business person now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love that though. Cause I feel like with stuff like this happens, you kind of have to like go in the direction that it takes you, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm just like open to whatever. And my goal that I have for myself is like, if like one person is like affected by this positively and is like able to like overcome whatever struggles they're with, or they've like, are able to find a resource. Like that's my goal. So as long as I'm able to do that, then. So how did you get the idea? It just came to me. <laughs> I actually like have a notebook that I still use. I haven't run out of pages in it yet, but when I was like thinking about leaving the hospital, I was like, what I want to do. And a few of my friends like have blogs and I was like, okay, maybe like, maybe I'll like to do this. I like to write out my like feelings and I like to write stuff. And so I just started like writing down names of what it could be. I was looking up other like mental health things, of, like just trying to get like an idea. And all of a sudden I just wrote lemons and I was like, oh, Okay. That actually, that actually really works. Okay, that's, let's move forward with that. And I went to my fiance, like, how'd you think of that? I was like, I have no clue. And that's just kind of like how things happen. My little like slogan is like, when life gives you lemons, like, what do you do with them? And like, it's just like, the lemon just kept like rolling. So I just kind of like kept going with it. But yeah, that's kind of how I came up with the idea of lemons. So I love that. So when I was first introduced to lemons, I went to the lemons website and I'm going to butcher how it's worded, but I absolutely love it when you're like, what do you do when life gives you lemons? But what do you do if life is like pummeling lemons at you? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's how I was feeling when I started it. There was like so many lemons. I was just getting hit left and right. I couldn't squeeze them into lemonade. I couldn't make anything out of them. I was like, what do I do with this? Right. Well, and that's where like the okay-ish brand comes from too. All these nice quotes are great. All these nice sentiments are great. When people say, hey, you got this, that's nice. But like, that's not what it feels like at all. So yeah. I just, I love that brand. So like, I know you have a blog on the website and I've read a lot of the blog, but like for people who are listening, who haven't yet read the blog on the website, can you share a little bit about like why you want to do this with mental health other than the fact that it's like, a huge need to just connect people with resources, like just your ideas around that. Yeah. I mean, I have like a backstory if you want me to go into it now. I can now or we can do it later, but mental health has always been like a very prevalent thing in my life. Not me personally, but like I had a lot of family members struggle with addiction. I lost a good friend. Um, he committed suicide during a manic episode and he had bipolar. So it's like, always been a part of my life growing up and even like my recent years. And then when I started working at the hospital, I started working fall of 2020 and I was a COVID nurse. Oh. Not when I started, but we ended up turning into a COVID unit when there yeah. was a 
surge in like the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. And I would like to think of myself as like a mentally strong person. As my fiance says, I do this with my emotions. I just like press them down, which isn't good, but I'm able to brush things off that way. It's not healthy, but in in the nursing profession, you kind of just have to do that. You do, yeah. you do your thing, you move on. You got to get through and, the day. Yeah. And we were so like short staffed. I was working nights. It was just a recipe for disaster. And one day my fiance Taylor was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm just tired. I worked the last three nights. Like, I'm just tired. And he was like, no, but like, are you really okay? And I was like, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, and that just kind of stuck in the back of my mind. And I ended up having some like PTSD triggers that started happening to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really not like, wow. not at all. And so as I was starting to leave the hospital and like dealing with all this stuff, I just wanted to write about it because I'm very blessed with the platform that I do have. And I want to use it to help people. That's like something that brings me joy is helping others. And I was like, I'm just going to start writing about how I'm feeling because I know like I have a nurse following and I know I have people that follow me that is maybe like on Instagram seems to have this great life, you know, like I'm very blessed and very fortunate, but I think the platform that I have, I wanted to use it to just kind of like give back and share like where I'm at, where I'm feeling. And so I kind of just started writing about my story, about some things I've gone through, some things like sometimes in the media stuff I'll write about. I try to not get involved in the media stuff, but sometimes if I'm really like feeling passionate about it, I'll write about it. And also just like things that have to do with skincare stuff. Like I love yeah. like Self-care is a big thing for me. I love it. So like skincare products or like products that are like good for your gut or like right. products, like just tips and things that I love and things that people can like incorporate in their lives. And also just kind of like sharing personally, like some stuff that I've gone through in my thoughts on things. I appreciate that so much because I think it's true. I talk all the time about how I go to therapy and I'm a therapist who goes to therapy and like, yeah, the stigma of mental health is getting better, but people still have this image of, oh, if you have a bipolar diagnosis or PTSD or like anything other than like maybe some minor anxiety or depression, like there's something wrong with you and like, it's bad. And like, oh, that's only people who, you know, are in this socioeconomic status or what, whatever it may be. So I think it's so important to show that like mental health doesn't discriminate, like no matter like life circumstances can be really shitty or really great, but like that doesn't change mental health necessarily. I feel like is that hard to do though? Like when you first started opening up about like what you've gone through or, you know, some of the people in your life that have struggled with mental health, like, was that hard to open up? Cause you do have a big platform. Like, was that really scary and vulnerable? At times? Yes. I was nervous when I launched because I didn't know how the response would be, but the response was like so overwhelmingly like amazing. I had so many messages from people just being like, I feel heard, like I needed this. And like, I have chills saying it, like messages like that, just like keep me going and like, just show me that I'm like doing what like I was put on this earth to do. Like, I truly feel that I like, I just want to help people. That's, <laughs> that's what makes me happy. Like, so the response has been great. It definitely was a little like, I was scared at first, but I'm pretty open with that kind of stuff, like my mental health and like my past experiences with it. Obviously, there's parts of my life that I like to keep private, but right. <laughs> I just kind of view it as like, if I'm going through this and I have this platform, it's selfish of me to not share 
So I don't really feel like uncomfortable. It wasn't really scary sharing it. I think when I first launched, I was a little like, uh, but the response has been great. And it's just been like, that's absolutely amazing. And I love that. Like you're a nurse. Cause one of the things that I worry about, again, part of why this podcast exists and I'm assuming, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming part of why you started lemons is I worry about like, there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of information out there that maybe is correct information, but people don't understand it completely. And they're only getting part of the story. So with you, like, is that one of the missions of lemons too, to like educate people and like provide the appropriate information, if that makes sense? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what my goal is for the foundation because I have a family member who's a counselor and she was telling me like she gets a lot of teens that come in and they're like, oh, I have this TikTok told me that or like, this is how I need to treat this. And my generation and the ones like younger than me, I feel like it's like social media is where you get your information from. Like, but they're like, it's accurate or not. That's where you're going to get it from (laughs) because we don't think to look anywhere else. So that's like part of the thing I want to do with the foundation is I want to do a lot of like social media outreach work, do like work with influencers to like get the correct information out. And my information may not be correct, but I'm going to point you in the direction of an actual foundation that is correct. Or I'm going to point you in these tips of like anxiety relievers that have helped me or like, that's kind of what I want to do, like is provide accurate information or provide a source to get accurate information. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's so needed. It's so needed because you're right. Like the people that come to me with TikTok diagnoses, it's, and it's hard because I think also people see things and I've done it before too. I mean, I've gone on WebMD before and like freaked myself out. And like, so then people are coming in not only with like symptoms or like a life struggle, and then they're like extra like agitated or freaked out because now they think they, you know, have dissociative identity disorder and it's like what nope (laughs) yeah yeah for sure I mean I think we would all be lying to ourselves if we said we hadn't like thought it before because I'm for sure like been looking I don't have a TikTok but I like scroll on reels and look and I'm like this does sound like a lot what I have like I mean everyone's (laughs) done it you could like that's what we do on social media we compare ourselves whether it's like positive or negative or whatnot you're like oh does that apply to me (laughs) well I also try to like tell people too like what's what's like typical and what's not typical. Cause sometimes I had somebody come to me the other day that was like, I don't feel like I want to harm myself. I'm really thankful for my life. I really like my life. But like the other day, it kind of crossed my mind that I was driving over a bridge and I just kind of thought, what if I drove off this bridge? And they were like, I think I'm depressed. I need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, sometimes that's normal. Like sometimes our human brains have like weird ass thoughts and like, like I'm glad you feel safe, you know, like obviously we have to assess for safety. But like, I think that's the other thing that people who go on TikTok or the internet, which is good. There's wonderful information on the internet but just like human nature is like this happened once am I okay yeah (laughs) it's hard and it's hard to get the right information out there yeah and I feel like the younger generation too like the TikTok generation is so susceptible their brains are still sponges I mean my brain's still sponge but you still like take in so much information whether you like consciously do or it just goes in the back of your brain and it'll come up randomly like you're fed so much of this information it's definitely a thing <laughs> so you've worked in hospitals which I just think is like so valuable that you have that knowledge of like how hospital systems work and things like that in starting this are you seeing a lack of resources are you seeing 
there are the resources out there, but people aren't utilizing them. Like, what are you seeing in terms of that? I think it's probably 50-50. I think as time has gone on since working in the hospital or since like COVID, nurses have gotten more vocal about stuff and hospitals are starting to hear nurses because like even when I was working, like there wasn't really anything provided. And I loved the hospital I worked at, but like there wasn't actively anything they were like here's this therapist or call this number or like talk to your charge nurse about this or like there wasn't anywhere to like go but I have a few friends whose hospitals are starting to incorporate these things or incorporate like some type of like mental health training into our yearly quarterly whatever trainings we have to do and I've been starting to find some great organizations that are for nurses and helping nurses um, that I love is called Operation Happy Nurse. They're a nonprofit, but they like specialize in mental health for nurses. And they're like all volunteer based. There's like therapists, there's nutritionists, there's everything under the sun and they provide resources. I like, I just absolutely love them. But there's been things like that, that have like started to like come forward groups that have formed. It's been really cool. I think there still needs to be within like the hospital unit. There needs to be more stuff because I'd say half of nurses, if not more, probably an older generation and don't necessarily have like Instagram or know how to like look for these resources. So I definitely think the hospital could still like incorporate it, but I've been seeing stuff and I think it's great that hospitals are doing that because nurses are like, nurses are there people like they see everyone they go through everything like doctors come in and out like radiologists come in and out this person goes in and out but nurses are there for the 12 hours with their person yeah. no matter what so they definitely get get the brunt I <laughs> honestly don't know how nurses made it through COVID like truly like they are the backbone of society I feel like and teachers oh my gosh I don't know how either one did it <laughs> yeah yeah, same. I have one of the girls on my board for the nonprofit. She's a teacher. And we're both like, how did we, how did we do that? <laughs> I know it's one of those things where like looking back, I'm sure it's like, wait, it's almost like our brains make us forget or like not sure. realize how bad it was. So I did a podcast episode a few weeks back about mental hygiene arrests and how there's like a void basically of services because people who feel unsafe and who go to the hospital or who are hospitalized, hospitals are so overwhelmed and short-staffed and like they're doing amazing, amazing work. But then the person is discharged into the community and are they following up with resources in the community? And I truly think there are a lot of resources in the community. I think that part of the problem is people don't know about them. Like people don't know about them unless, you know, they're introduced somehow. And so I'm wondering, like, I'm excited. Another reason I'm excited for Lemons is because I think that we'll be able to introduce all types of people, like all types of like needs, I should say, to different areas. Yeah, that's like exactly what I want to be able to do is we have like a small resource page now, but like as I grow and as I like work with different foundations or companies or research-based organizations, I want to be able to incorporate that into Lemons and help like just connect the dots like be the middleman and connect people to like the resource that they need okay that is so so incredible oh (laughs) my gosh I love that I love that okay so what is aside from connecting people to resources and I didn't ask you I was gonna I didn't tell you I was gonna ask this question so 
We don't have an answer. That's okay. But like, aside from connecting people to resources, what is your biggest message that you want to send out to the world about mental health that you want to like, maybe people are thinking about it in one way and you want to correct it or you want to change it. Like, what is your biggest message for people? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think my (laughs) biggest message would be that just because you haven't ever struggled with your mental health doesn't mean that you shouldn't be prioritizing it and taking the steps to make sure you have a strong mental health, so to say, before something happens. Because that was me, was I just always thought I was fine. I was strong. I I danced my whole life and I had dancers yelling at me and like, I have thick skin and I take criticism well. I was like, oh, I'm strong. I can do this. My skin's thick. But after going to the hospital, I was like, well, frick, what am I to do now? I have all of these things. Like, I don't know how to process this. I don't know how to handle it. I don't know the steps to take. And not saying that you should know all the steps for depression, all of them for anxiety, right. all of them for this. But something I love to do is like, I'll take a bath. That'll be like my quiet time. Like, I think there's like little nooks and crannies, like you should incorporate like into your life before something like that happens. So that when something stressful happens, when you lose your job, when this person passes away, when a big life change or something happens, you're prepared. So I think my message would be that you need to prioritize your mental health, whether you have a diagnosis, whether you're fine, whether you don't, whether you did, whether you're medicated, whatever. I think it's important to prioritize yours and then also make sure yours is good because let's say my friend is dealing with something like I want to pour into my friend, but I got to make sure I'm full, my cup's full before I pour into hers or else my cup's going to be empty. So I think that would be what my overall. Oh my gosh. I, I love everything you just said. And I think that like you use the word strong a lot and you know, it's so hard because I hear people say that a lot. They're like, Oh, well I'm strong enough. I don't need that. And it's like, well, whether you need it quote unquote or not, like, don't you want to feel better? And like, it's not about strength. Like it has nothing to do with the strength. Like I personally think that people who struggle with mental health disorders are really strong because they deal with so much on a daily basis. And I think too, like, you know, it's funny, I'm a therapist. so I'm used to talking about feelings all the time. And it's funny because like in my personal life, like Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll meet new people or I'll whatever be talking and I'll be using all this language and just like talking about feelings, just like very openly. And people are like, Oh, I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) I'm like, that's one of my goals to get people like more comfortable about talking about feelings. Like everything could be fine, but like, if you're not checking in with yourself, then that's, that's obviously a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And like on the note of the strong thing, something that I'm like so passionate about is men's mental health. And it's unfortunate that I'm a girl, so I can't (laughs) preach about it because I'm not a man and I haven't struggled with it. But like my good friend that I lost, he was a male and like my fiance has been open about his mental health stuff before. So I'm hopeful that lemons will maybe acquire some men into our lives and we'll be able to die because the men thing is like girls I always talk about not always but it's a lot easier for a girl to like girls to come together and talk about how they're feeling if they're emotional quote unquote whatever but with guys it's different and that's that's something that not that we have to break the stigma because I guess there is a stigma but I guess providing the resource for men too to make them like feel comfortable and it's been cool to have like the men in my life have like really started to like open up to each other like whatever it is to their spouses so I've like started to see like the change slowly but that's 
just random, like on the strong note, that's, I'm like men's mental health. I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> I honestly can't, I, obviously I'm also a female. I can't imagine what it's like to be a male, but like, I feel the stigma as a female, you know, and then being a male where you're supposed to be, like you said, like strong all the time or whatever, you know, those like messages that men are receiving that they can't talk about feelings or are weak to talk about feelings or whatever. Oh my gosh. I love that. I feel like you should have like a whole other like subsection for men's mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get there one day. <laughs> Any men listening, if they want to get involved in lemons. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me too about the bracelets that you have right now. Yes, it is this little guy. It's a charity bracelet of Erica Wilson. This bracelet, these are actually her bracelets too. I like, I love this company. They're so sweet. I have a bunch of their bracelets, but a good friend of mine did a charity bracelet with them a few years back. And when I got the idea of the nonprofit, I was like, just randomly thought of them. I was like, oh my gosh, I should do something with them. Like this will be great. So the bracelet's called the Lemons Bracelet. And we're like halfway through our 30-day campaign. So 100% of the proceeds go directly to the foundation. And you get this cute little bracelet. It has some like little yellow beads in it and it's pretty small. I like the size of it just because I can wear it with my stack without it by itself. It's light, like you don't feel it, but it's a good little, like I'll start playing with it sometimes. Like if I'm like, in public or if I'm nervous, like just like a little fidget thing. So it's kind of nice to like hold and like remember to like check in on myself, check in on other people. And it doesn't even have to be that serious, but it's just a little reminder you have on to take a minute for yourself, go like pour yourself a glass of water and put your phone down for 60 seconds, you know, like just something little. I love that. And a hundred percent of the proceeds go to lemons. Yeah. That's incredible. I love that too. How cool. Like, unfortunately that doesn't happen very often. So that's really great. Yeah, they've been great. Uh, clearly, I love it, but, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. And I think it's really cute. So it's been fun to watch people get it and like see how they customize their stack or how they wear it. But yeah, I love that. So people want to get involved with Lemons, want to learn more about it. Where can they find you? What should they do? Yeah, so our Instagram is Lemons by Tay and our website is also lemonsbytay.com. We keep it simple. The foundations page is on the Lemons by Tay website if you want to go there and donate, if you want to go look at our resources, whatever. Me being slightly biased, I am loving our Instagram right now. I feel like we've got some good resources up, some good tips, self-care tricks, but yeah, that's where you can find us. Oh my gosh. That is incredible. Thank you so, so much for coming on. And I'm, I'm like so excited to keep watching and see because it's new, right? January, you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I launched the website in January and then we just launched the foundation and the Instagram like two weeks ago. So oh my gosh. Still very new. <laughs> so I'm like so excited about all the things you're going to be doing. So that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Well thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Please follow me wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at okayish podcast. Also I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. The best way to get in contact with me is to go to okayishpodcast.com and submit a comment, question. You can do it anonymously too, which is so great. I will see you guys next Monday. I can't wait.